to it's story time oh yes it is we haven't been around for a while so let's go and see what the children are listening to today it's the start of a new school year so maybe they'll be listening to some new stories although i doubt it anyway let's go and see what's happening shall we let's go let's go Right, 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 children, settle down, settle down. This is the time for your new stories. Or your old stories. Today's story is called Mr. Flange Goes Shopping. Flange, you are not listening to anything I'm saying, said Mrs. Flange crossly. There you sit in your chair, reading your newspaper, and not paying any attention to me at all. But you were only talking about your shopping, my love, said Mr. Flange. I know, but you are to do the shopping for me today, so I want you to listen, scolded Mrs. Flange. Aren't you going to make me out a list? said Mr. Flange. You always take a list yourself. Yes, of course I shall make you a list. But you must listen to me all the same, said Mrs. Flange. Oh, very well, my dear, said Mr. Flange. But he didn't listen. No. He went on reading his paper. This might be foolish. And all that Mrs. Flange said went in one ear and clean out the other. Somebody came to the door and Mrs. Flange went to open it. When she came back, she had Flange's hat, coat and scarf in her hands. Here you are, Flange, she said. Put these on and go quickly or everything in the shops will be sold. You hurry now. Oh, you always want things done in such a hurry, grumbled Flange, putting down his paper and getting up. Rather grumpily, I think. He put on his coat and hat, and Mrs. Flange tied his scarf round his neck. Then she gave him a kiss. Goodness. There you are, you grumbler. And here is your shopping list. Take the basket and be sure to bring me back everything on the list. If you don't, it's smacky smacky time. Oh, Flange put the list in his pocket, picked up the basket, fell over the cat and went out. It was a nice, bright, frosty day. Flange walked fast because it was cold. He looked at his list. Butter, mm. soles, now is that fish or for shoes? Mm. Drops of what? Drops for what? Who knows? Corn, hooks and cake, he read. Well... What a mixture. Butter is easy. I'll call at the grocer's for that straight away. 
he collected the butter. Souls, he thought. Good gracious! Oh, does Mrs. Flange want the shoes or fish? Oh, goodness only knows! He thought the best thing to do would be to buy a pair of soles at the fish shop and a pair of soles at the shoe shop. Then whatever happened, he would be right, all bases would be covered. So that is what he did. Hmm, maybe foolish. Into his basket went the fish. Also the soles to go inside slippers. He looked at the list again. Drops! Oh, goodness gracious, what kind of drops? Snowdrops? Peppermint drops? Eye drops? What did she mean? Oh, which did Mrs. Flange say? Well, of course, as Flange hadn't listened at all to what Mrs. Flange said to him, he had no idea which to buy. He decided to get some more eye drops at the chemist's. Mrs. Flange had weak eyes and she sometimes put drops into them at night. She might have meant those. Mm, she might not. On the other hand, she might have meant peppermint drops, which she liked very much. Very well, Mr. Flange would get those too. So he went to the sweet shop and bought six pennyworth of peppermint drops. <laughs> six pennyworth? When is this? Second World War? Goodness. Then he suddenly saw a woman selling bunches of snowdrops at the curb. Snowdrops! Ah, well, well, Mrs. Flange might have meant those. So he bought a little bunch and put it into his basket. What was next on the list? Corn. Ah, corn, that was easy. But wait a minute. Did Mrs. Flange want corn for her hens? Or a corn cure for that big corn she was always complaining about on her feet? Flange decided to buy both. Again, this may be foolish. Then Mrs. Flange couldn't possibly grumble at him. I think she could. So he bought a bag of corn, which was very heavy, and a bottle of corn cure. Hmm. What next? Hooks. Hooks! Gracious, what kind of hooks? Hooks and eyes? Curtain hooks or crochet hooks? Wondered poor Mr. Flange. Oh, goodness, it can't be curtain hooks, because she isn't hanging up any curtains. Hmm. Well, well thought through. It must be crochet hooks. Or hooks and eyes. I'll buy both. And after that I'll buy the cake. Oh, it was a very, very heavy basket that Mr. Flange took home. He decided to ask Mrs. Flange to read down the list to him. And then he would hand out the things she said. Perhaps she would add a little explanation as she read them. She might say, souls for our supper. Then he would know that meant the fish and not the slipper soles, so he could hand out the right thing. 
and not get a big fat slap. Hello, Flange, dear. What a long time you've been, said Mrs. Flange, when he went into the house. Have you got everything? I do hope you have. They were all most important. Oh, Mr. Flange hoped he had got them too. Mrs. Flange wouldn't be at all pleased if he had bought the wrong things. Oh, smacky, smacky time, smacky, smacky. Read down the list, dear, and I'll hand out the things, said Flange. Mrs. Flange took the list and began to read. Butter, Flange, did you get it? Here it is, said Flange, and handed it out. Next, please. Souls. Souls, Flange, I do hope the fishmonger hasn't sold out, said Mrs. Flange. Oh, that was a most helpful remark. Mr. Flange at once handed out the fish. Oh, the drops, said Mrs. Flange. Had the chemist got them? Ah, thought Flange, as he handed out the eye drops. This is fine. What a good idea of mine to get Mrs. Flange to read out the list. Corn, said Mrs. Flange. What a good idea of mine to get Mrs. Flange to read out the list. Corn, said Mrs. Flange. Ah, there it is in that bag. What a lovely lot you brought, Flange. Oh, the hens will enjoy themselves. Oh, easier and easier, thought Flange, feeling very pleased. What's next, wife? Hooks, said Mrs. Flange. Did you get them? Ah, now Flange didn't know which hooks to hand out. The hooks and eyes or the crochet hooks? He pretended to stop and think whether he had got them or not. Oh, please don't say you forgot my hooks and eyes, said Mrs. Flange. I told you I wanted to sew them onto my new dress tonight. Oh, Flange! Yes, yes, I've got them, said Flange, delighted, and handed out the little packet. And here's the cake. That was the last thing on the list, wasn't it? Oh, how clever you are, said Mrs. Flange. She looked at the basket. Why, you've got lots more things there, Flange. Snowdrops, oh, how lovely. Are they for me? Yes, said Flange, beaming. Of course they are. Oh, how kind you are. And what are these? said Mrs. Flange, opening a bag. Peppermint drops. How did you guess I had none left? And, oh, Flange, you don't mean to tell me you remember to buy a pair of soles to put in my old bedroom slippers? Oh, how wonderful. And she gave him a big, wet kiss. Mm. Well, began Flange, wiping off the huge mess on his cheek. You see, but Mrs. Flange cut him short and gave him a hug. Thank you, thank you, she said. They're lovely and just the right size. She dived into the basket again. Oh, Flange, you've bought me a new corn cure for my poor corn. 
Oh, and you've got some new crochet hooks for me too. Oh, you really are very kind and generous. Oh, it's looking good for you, Mr. Flange. Oh, Flange felt so pleased. He had done better than he thought. Mrs. Flange flew around him and found his slippers and his pipe. She gave him his newspaper and made up the fire. Now you sit down and you have a good read, she said, and I'll make you toast and dripping for your tea. You deserve a treat, you nice, kind man. Well, he did really, didn't he? And how he enjoyed it. There we are. Your first story. Or maybe not your first story. Who knows? Thank you for listening, children. And we'll have another one this time next week. Or tomorrow. Or whenever. Please, join me again. Thank you. Goodbye.